selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This is a HeadGum Podcast. that knocking at the door it's all your friends you filthy whore your husband's gone and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill it's hollywood it's books it's gossip i'm shook it's memoirs it's martinis it's studio 54 it's celebrity book club come read it while it's hot celebrity book club tell your secrets we won't talk celebrity book club no boys are allowed celebrity book club Hey, best friend. Oh, my God. Lily Morata. Ah, Stephen Filipina Horst. So, yeah, we're literally so popular that we're doing another episode of our famous hotline call-in episode. Because we couldn't get through all your voicemails. It was just too fun, and we just enjoyed listening to you too much. And we want to give everybody their chance to get on this pod. So, yeah. Okay. Part two. Hi, Stephen and Lily. My name is Ginger. First of all, I'm fucking obsessed with you both. Obsessed with the entire pod. Cannot stop talking about it. Literally, people have been telling me to shut the fuck up because it's my entire personality now. Basically, I just wanted to ask you if you could do a dinner party mashup with all of the fucked up people you've been (laughs) reviewing. Like, who would be invited? And how would the scene play out? Like, what do you think would happen if you brought all these people together Um, or just your favorites? Also, every time I see a monk pack, I flip my fucking lid because I feel like I'm just 
being something that's close to you in your heart. So anyway, thank you. Love you literally so much. Bye. Okay. Love you, Ginger. Obviously, we're serving only monk pack. <laughs> it's a flight of monk packs. Oh, and it's so like you're so Bloomberg, like eating the monk pack with a knife and fork. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, obviously, Elizabeth Taylor is letting the no thank yous fall like rain. <laughs> she's not having the monk pack cookie. She's there. She's logging. <laughs> she's logging away as we're serving tuna and grapefruit peels. I mean, Janice is holding court. She's obviously trying to fuck Agassi. Yeah, she's like in a corner. She's smoking. She's with Agassi. I think Chasten is cooking. And he's like so stressed and like sweating bullets. Yeah, he and he's seems doing this like New York Times such an re- indoor sweater. <laughs> and it's this New York Times recipe that like it's printed out. <laughs> oh, and it's like he's getting these grubby little mitts all over the printout. And okay, so it's Chastin, Janice. Tan is trying to talk to Janice, but like she's not having a word of it. She's like trying to get fucked by Agassi. I think Tan is actually like having a long conversation with Barbara where she's kind of pretending to be interested and she's being like, okay, but um, what about your business? And like, what about like expanding that business? He'd be like, well, I just don't have the time and I have to do this. And I think he's like making a lot of excuses mm-hmm. for the queer. And she's like, well, what's going on? Like, what's going on in the back end? And what was your contract? What's the back with- end with the contract? And like, what's going on with the Mormon girl? And like, are you going to? Like, and he's like, well, I sold it. And I think he's like, I think with my queer contract and like, blah, blah, blah. She sees right through him. Ellen is obviously like offering money to Chasten for the house and then is like bulldozing it. Yeah. She's trying to buy the house. I'm not inviting Aziz to this I was about to say, yeah. But I think like, okay, is Aziz like showing up with like empanadas that he brought? From, like, a local, like, um, an awesome spot? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think that he is, like, Just going normal eating. enough to know that you don't bring food to a dinner party and that you bring wine. Okay. So, okay. He's bringing a super glue-glue wine. He's, he's bringing, bringing a glugger. glue-glue or he is, like, coming with, like, an awesome mezcal. Oh, maybe it is a mezcal. Um, David he Ch- does want to turn all the way up. And David Chang is definitely imbibing the mezcal. Yeah, I mean, say. honestly, I think like Aziz and Chang are going like I mean, I feel like they must to be friends. Do. I think their friends are going. He was on his show. He was on the show. Yeah, okay. And Aziz was like, oh, who should I talk to? And like, what? Like, chick, should I? David Ogilvy is having a martini. (laughs) No, he's having like a Schweppes and rum. He's having a Schweppes and Puerto Rican rum. Well, no, he's asking Jason. He's like, do you have any Puerto Rican rum? (laughs) Jason was like, oh, oh, um, I have, I have bullet. Um, I I have have Tito's. I have bullet and I have like a pride edition Mount Gay that we've never (laughs) opened. (laughs) And like Ogilvy has just been like, I absolutely shan't touch that. I feel like Janice, just to bring it back to Janice and Agassi, is like she's fucking him and then like eyeing Ogilvy and being like, wait, fuck, I need to kind of like get in on that too. Yeah. She see- I mean, she's like, attracted to a mind. Oh, And she sees, I mean, he's got the money in the bank. I mean, I'm trying to fuck Ogilvy, goddamn. Tegan and Sarah They're definitely show leaving up early. early. No, they, they show, show up early, early and leave, leave early. early. <laughs> Lesbian stuff. <laughs> no, they're so first ones there. <laughs> and they're like, hey, Jason. And they're bringing succulents that are like brand new succulents that like have a tag on them. Mm. You know what I mean? Where you buy it at a store. And they're like, work. happy housewarming. <laughs> yeah. Showing up with like each tiny different succulents. <laughs> one of them is drinking. One of them is like taking a break for the month. Yes. One of them is doing like <laughs> sober July. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, this party sounds uh, so fun. I know. <laughs> I want to go. If only we could. Do we have flies in the wall? Uh, oh, Jennifer's oh. Lewis, Jessica Simpson. I mean, Jennifer Lewis is having a she's gas. Ha- yeah, she's having a gas. I also feel like she's kind of on vacation, but it's yeah, still but, showing yeah, up. Did, did she come is my question. Because I could see her just sending her regrets. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, sending my regrets. I'm in Greece. But I feel like she's also so LGBT plus proud. Yes, so, so she would support Justin. She also might be like weirdly taking Chasten out for drinks Before. to one of her shows. Right. She's giving more him about a her. pass to Blackish. Yeah. Like a studio. Yes, he's doing a studio visit at Blackish. And she's like, darling, you want to see how the magic is made? <laughs> Jessica can't come. She's in Cabo. Demi's on the ranch. Demi's absolutely not coming. No. Oh, and is Kevin Garnett there? I kind of think he is. Well, but he, no, but wait, we got tea that he like didn't go out. Yeah. This Boston Globe reporter we talked to said that Kevin Garnett like never left his house when he lived in Boston. He was like such a shut in. Okay, wait. Yeah, Kevin Garnett obviously has this huge house where he's entertaining his friends, but, but I, don't I don't think yeah. he's going to Chastin's just like DC townhouse in Logan Circle. I think Teresa's coming and doing a reading and leaving. She's absolutely doing a reading. <laughs> Barbara is getting a reading. <laughs> yes. Well, because Barbara does tarot. Right. She's definitely reaching Barbara's grandmother. Yeah. And she's coming. And then, like, once it's done, she takes her tape recorder and is like, thank you so much for having me at your space. Have a wonderful night. I think similar to the Pro Bros, like, they'll go to the opening of an envelope and, like, he's bringing Deschanel or whatever. And, like, they are showing up for 45 minutes before they're like, we actually have to go to the launch of a non-alcoholic tequila at the Moxie Hotel. Same with Johnny Cochran. I mean, maybe Teresa's just contacting him, but I feel like Johnny feel like is coming so... and shaking hands and... But he's shaking hands and then holding court and then having more wine. I mean, he's... I feel like he's so I think indulgent. he's there to stay. Oh, I mean, him and Barbara? I, as long as, like, the Cabernet Sauvignon Yo. is flowing, <laughs> Johnny is, is staying. I feel like Johnny obviously would not cheat on Dr. Dale, but I think he'd consider Barbara. Oh, I mean, absolutely. She's coming in in one of her little bodycon dresses. God damn. He likes a woman his same age. Let's just say his Cochrane is at attention. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget about Kelly Catrone. Oh, my God. Kelly Catrone. She's doing PR for the event. She's doing PR. She's doing door. (laughs) (laughs) She's iPad. She's iPad. Managing plus one. She's she's logging. She's reporting. She is. I mean, she's so present at this event. Um, A little too present. Oh, and the Bellas. Oh, wait. Fuck. The Bellas. (laughs) (laughs) They're bringing their wine. They're bringing the wine. They're They're coming. Yeah, they're They're absolutely coming. They're an amazing guest. I love They're having tons of fun. She's like. Seriously, we have Chasten's dinner really soon. Yeah. <laughs> and they're getting their big SUV. They're getting like, their only they're getting there at like 710 and she's being like, I'm so sorry we're late. Like <laughs> yeah. Brie was in Brie mode. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously like they get in Brie mood. And I, I feel like Brie mood, Brie, I feel like Janice is like <laughs> oh, the Brie weirdly mood. annoyed by them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's this Janice thing no, where like she's so pissed at these like young brunettes who like didn't earn it. Well, and then by the end, she's like, no, then she's okay. actually a huge supporter. I, I do respect when she because she hears their story 
And their work ethic. Yes. And that they really actually did have to work for everything they had. And then people think it was just handed them in that wrestling is easy. And she's like, no, you had to work because she's so like, I paid my dues before I was in And she has no, she thinks they're just like delicious and doesn't realize yeah. they're wrestlers. Right. And, and she's they, like, that's actually fucking kick ass. And there's a ton Go of girls. athleticism required. Okay, we could go on about this all day. We have to okay, move on. We've got to leave this dinner <laughs> yeah. party. Charleston, thank you for having yeah, us. Yes. <laughs> Come over soon. Hey, I'm a big fan of your podcast and your both of your online presences. And I was wondering, what do you think are the ethics of posthumously outing my ex? He passed like last year and I stay pretty distant from the family and, you know, any uh, friends that contacted me. Because like, as far as I know, you know, I was the only guy he was with. Um, and that relationship happened like years ago, but he was like really important to me and shit. I don't know. We were both like using, so like drugs, I mean, and like maybe things got confused. Maybe like, I don't fucking know. Do you think that's like self-indulgent for me to like go around being like, oh, like to his mom, like you should know the truth about your son because like. Honestly, I don't think he would have wanted that. I don't know. Anyway, let me know. And then if you don't want to answer that question, my other question is, I'm living with a straight girl for the first time um, come July 1. And I'm scared. Do you have any advice? All right. Um, cool. Looking forward to it. Your podcast, I mean. Can, can we stop this so here? How, so how long is this going on for? Oh. No, babe. No, no babe. move yeah. on. Go let to it, Six Flags. Let it go. <laughs> okay, get a hobby, ride a roller coaster. Find someone else. I mean, I think that the only way that I... <laughs> I thank you. Thank you oh, for oh, calling. Sorry, thank, so thank you for, thank you for your calling. Call. And, and, I'm obsessed with the fact that you're a fan, and that's beautiful, and I love that we're helping you through this time. tough time and like post the passing of your ex. That sounds like you hadn't dated in years. Yeah, so the ex passed, they were, and I'm super sorry about that. You were both using drugs while you were dating. Right. It just that, that was a dark time. I mean, you don't know if he came out to his like cousin or whatever. Right. Could have been like him death, and, his cousin hooked up. Right. Or maybe him and his sister just like had this really beautiful conversation like while he was dying. Or I don't know if it was an OD or if it was like a illness where everyone did know it was happening. But I, I just feel I like just you're kind of assuming. I don't know what that's going to do for his family unless the only way in which I think it would help if it was like a let's go there because it's about that. If he committed suicide and they're wondering why he committed suicide. Yeah. And you think he committed suicide because he was or, like so closeted or and that will give them some sort of relief or something. Or if like he had been abused by the father and one of the other siblings like uh, had also been abused and hadn't come out about it. And if you were able to like have this whole Mare of Easttown saga where you like walked in on their Thanksgiving dinner and then there was this like whole drama and everyone is like crying <laughs> right. in like the separate room but then it comes out the father was abusive and then everyone can like start healing and you are the catalyst for that like maybe but then just like wait until you get the invite I guess I feel like what's really going on here is that like you miss your ex you want some connection to him still so you're like how do I have a conversation with his family and like that's the easiest thing to start something else but you could also just Email his mom. I'm kind of guessing she's more Facebook vibes, though. I'm already getting this big Facebook vision. Yeah. And you're saying, hey, what's up, Colleen? She's got a cool teen 
circle. Yeah, you know, what's up? And like, maybe you ask her to a mark, or maybe you just, you know, are like, I don't think him and Colleen even live in the same state. Like, this right. would just be this like message just to be like, just so you know, like, your right. son was gay and we dated 10 years ago. I think it's just a shout out to be like, hey, I was friends with your son. How are you doing? Blah, but blah, I, blah. Leave it at that. And if something comes about from this messaging, that actually is a good point. So you could send a less descriptive message, a less revealing message that was I'm friends with. And if they want to, you know, pull the thread of that sweater and watch that sweater unravel, then that's the family's choice. But I do a 100 agree with you, Elle, which is that he misses the ex and wants to have a connection. And it's like, ultimately, you know, you have to process that grief on your own and with your friends and your community and, and your loved ones. Right. But... You know, they can't necessarily. Giving this family this shocker. Yeah. It's not probably not going to make you feel closer no. to them. No. So. That's but best of luck. Truly best of luck. Yeah. And if you do end up, you know, send us. I don't know why I'm going there. But yeah, you could send us screen grabs of the Facebook messaging that I'm suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we will ask your permission to share if we do decide to post. <laughs> yeah. Those will be really awesome on uh, on social. <laughs> Okay, okay, next, next. message. Hey, best friends. I'm a proud club kid listening since day one. You guys are my absolute favorites. It's taught me so much about the world. Thank you for everything you do. So I'm especially obsessed with all the episodes you guys have done that kind of identify the horror of early 2010s millennial culture vis-a-vis food truck life and balls and like bonobos. Basically everything from the Shaston episode and Aziz and a bunch of others. Like, I just really appreciate the identification of the embarrassing, awful hallmarks of that era uh, that we're just now kind of getting enough space from to understand. I don't feel like enough people are talking about this, and you guys are doing a lot for that analysis. So as my number one kind of cultural critic, Chicas, uh, what are things that you guys think people are doing, eating, living around now that we're going to look back on or Curtis can start acknowledging with kind of disdain and an understanding of, of the harm and problems that they cause. But like currently we're all getting away with. Also, please do is today the day subtitle, not another political memoir by Tulsi Gabbard. I've never read it, but I just think it's probably insane. Um, okay. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. Absolutely obsessed with you too. Yeah. Um, Wow. Thank you. I'm getting a sense that our audience is gay. Gay. I know. (laughs) And I already told you this via text message, but I got recognized today in a coffee shop by a gay guy. Oh, that. Okay. Weirdly, when you told me that story, I was thought it was a straight guy. (laughs) Well, because when you say coffee shop in Ditmas Park, I think straight guy. It was at a coffee shop called Coffee Mob, which was already like so straight in Austin. <laughs> Two, I was already eavesdropping on his conversation with these three like Gen Xers, and it was so straight because this guy was like, and I was totally into the skateboarding scene. And then I moved to this area, and then when I came back, the skateboarding style had totally changed. So it was wow. already, and so I was listening to them, the and then of skate culture, right, in certain communities, yes, and how maybe the style had changed from like big shorts to littler shorts or the reverse, and then he came up to me. Um, anyway, Jed, if you're listening, shout out, shout that out made to me Jed. Feel pretty cool. Okay, so Jed is a gay 
Okay, like God. Friends with skaters. Friends with skaters. But he but wasn't a skater. He wasn't just like head to toe dickies. No, he was kind of more like Finn and tank top and just like sort of pretty normative. Chicago, he him. No, much more like not so nurse. A little more fairy. Like oh okay. A little more like fairy I, South Brooklyn I, yeah, artsy say maybe. No more. More. Okay, say no more. <laughs> Julie, say no more. Um, okay, let's get into this. What is... What do we hate about culture right now? Right now. Super broad question. It's kind of putting us on the spot a little bit. I don't know. I maybe would have liked something a little bit more specific. I feel like we do kind of criticize contemporary culture a lot. I don't think I guess we're like if, just this 2010 pod, but... I mean, I love that we're 2011. It almost seems like a read of us a little bit. That's like all we do is talk about 2011, like taco teas. I'm like, actually? I guess what he's saying is what are we eating and drinking now that like we're going to look back on as like embarrassing? Does he just want to see the obvious? To be like, oh yeah, remember when people stood in line for like a rainbow croissant? Like that's crazy. No one's going to do that in but that's years. I feel like still early 2010s. I mean, I feel like it's like Roman, Allison Roman culture. Right. I which guess, we still like do which we participate love. I mean, in, we love yeah. just like broader Mediterranean, like briny, super briny, lemony pantry pastas. I love lemony pantry pastas. I don't think that we're going to look back in 10 years and say, oh, can you believe when we were having lemony pantry pastas? Actually, this is what I think. I think the turn will be a little bit about natural wine. You think natural wine is going to retreat? I think it's here to stay, but I think we're in a boom. Yeah, we're in a boom, and I do think that the flavor palette is probably over-indexing right now on getting like as sour as possible, mm-hmm. and a lot of things are becoming like so sour and so so like, vinegary, so and vinegary, like, and like and and that's happening with beer, that's happening with hard kombucha. Everything ha- is like right, hard kombucha, sour ghosts. Beer, that's a beer type. I think you're right that there will be a retreat from that, and that wine will go back to being a little bit more whiny and. A little, a little less, bit more like, parenty, like because I in think five it, years. the way we roast a mother's for like oh right. an oaky chardonnay, right. and we're like oh mom oh. and mom and his chardonnay. Oh, pardon me, my mom's about to open up a bottle of butter. Yeah, right. And then <laughs> well, she calls a chardonnay. Our kids, or more likely, our awesome made family nieces, <laughs> <laughs> are going to be so like uh, my parents' friends are like always like trying to drink like sparkling vinegar. The nieces in our tribe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are going to make fun of us <laughs> for being so vinegary in our tastes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we nailed it. Thank you so much for your thank question, you. and thank you so much for your support. <laughs> Next caller. Hi, Stephen and Lily. This is Hannah. Big fan of the pod. Since you asked, I did lose my virginity in a race car bed next to a cardboard cutout of Obama. Um, I have a very important question I'm dying to know the answer to. Actually, it's kind of, it's a two-part, two-round sort of question. Um, so it's a freak, Mary kill, first round, can France, Hunter Biden, and Chasen Buttigieg, and while you think about that, second round, uh, Tegan and Sarah, the Property Brothers, and Barbara Corcoran. Looking forward to your answers. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. wow okay. I love that one is so like much. two sets of twins and then just Barbara. Yeah, she's got to compete against like I this thought whole the army. next one was going to be like lesbians, but it's more just twins. <laughs> okay, wait. So kill Mary. Fi- oh, she, first of all, she said freak Mary kill. Yeah, freak Mary. Hell yes to our Christian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's such Heck a like yes. greater Seattle like evangelical Christian skater thing to say freak instead of fuck. Oh, freak Mary Kill. Can I talk about the race car bed for Let a second? Let me guess. This also race car bed also sounds very Bellingham to me. 
I feel like this bitch Do you is remember I'm, greater Tacoma. I'm putting on. one of our friends who I don't even think really listens to on the spot. Our friend, I'll call her Nellen. <laughs> <laughs> she like slept with this trans guy who had a race car bed who was like 41. Oh, in the Bay Area. Yeah. And I'm wondering Wait, if that it's was the, the same DJ? person. Uh, they were nightlife adjacent, it, I think. Okay. It sounds like. Yeah, I guess from the story, it sounds like this girl was not in her own bed because it was like sort of remarkable. Yeah. Like she didn't have this race car bed with the Obama cutout. So maybe it was someone and maybe she lost her virginity to this 41 year old trans nightlife <laughs> person, and high adjacent personality in the Bay Area. And that kind of does that could also be kind of her saying freak instead of fuck. Right. I guess it could also be like because she's so like fair losing house. your virginity in high school to just like a cis man who just like still has his twin race car bed but it feels or, more no 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 he, here's, no, 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 no. <laughs> here's what it is it's they were at like someone's house and they had sex in the like little brother's room oh where the and like the mom uh, who was like so uh, obama like, obama and a miss nbc pill like <laughs> had her obama cut out like stored in the little brother's room because the little brother was away at camp and it happened in july that's what happened, and I'm sorry, and you need to just accept that. I, I think it's a little more the first one to store. It's she wasn't. St- I'll just say this: the mom wasn't <laughs> storing her Obama stuff in the she, room. I think she. It's more she's saying to all of her children, put up photos of Obama. She said cardboard cutout though. Oh, that's oh, that's insane. That's okay. what I'm saying. That is something that you is put storage. a card. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Actually, you're right. You're so, okay. So fast. <laughs> yeah, because actually, I don't think a trans guy in the Bay Area would have a full cardboard cutout. No. Of Obama. I I really do think that this, she lost her virginity. Some guy maybe was at a party. Maybe the parents went home for the weekend. It was yeah. a fun summer. The little brother was away at camp, and it happened in the little brother's room. Okay. Now I agree with you. Okay. Now the second question: <laughs> the Kill Mary fuck, the, the yeah, Kill Mary freak, Kill Mary freak. So wait, the first Tan, one was Tan Hunter and who? Chasten Hunter. Obviously, fuck Hunter. Fuck Hunter. Oh. Wait. I mean, the, fag being hag. married to either of those is a fate worse than Honestly, death. Honestly, I'm marrying Chasten and killing Tan. I know the way I don't want to live in Salt Lake City and this like, uh, and like be a Mormon, be a and Mormon, like, and this just like empty development. And be sober, like at least Chase and I can go to like drag bingo with like no, exactly. once every two months. Actually, to be honest, like Justin's <laughs> life is my ideal life, and he's this yeah. like housewife while Pete is at the Secretary of Transportation Bureau or whatever. Right, and he's improv, and, and just he's like, so improv, whatever. and he's yeah, absolutely doing drag bingo once every two months. Okay, <laughs> Mary Chase and Fuck Hunter Kill Tam. And then wait, Barbara Property Brothers Bar- and who? Tegan. Wait, yeah, I guess. Property like, Tegan. Barbara. Barbara. I mean, Barbara is I mean, the, the horniest. I'm fucking Barbara. To pass up an opportunity to fuck Barbara Corcoran would be is insane. Madness. It's like. Although getting spit roasted by the Property Brothers, goddamn. <laughs> I just. Oof. Eiffel Towered by Property Brothers. I mean, talk about a renovation. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and twins also. Yeah. Because I've never fucked twins. Neither have I. It's something that I've really aspired to, I think. Okay, I'm going to have the pro-bro Eiffel Tower. I am going to uh, marry Barbara Corcoran. Mm. What's more fab than that? I mean, true. Tell me what is more fab than that. I know. I guess I'm torn because I honestly would, like... I feel like I'm too similar to Tegan and Sarah. I'd ra- but now I think I'm fucking Tegan and Sarah and I'm marrying Barbara Corcoran. And I'm, killing the, and I'm killing the property brothers. Yeah, maybe do that. 
That just makes more sense. Obviously, I, I want to like, know what it's like to have sex just, with Barbara Kirkland, but, but like, I don't think you want to live with the. I don't want to live. No, Sarah. that's why I said I was like the processing and Ugh, I know the and drama like, and the songwriting. Right, and they're like always coming out with a new sweatshirt or something. I know really it's like that's the thing. It's like they're leaving for tour and then coming back and being like so exhausted and designing a sweatshirt that just says like "We Are Twins Pride." <laughs> and you're like, okay, okay. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you. Next call. Hey, Stephen and Lily. I weirdly got cut off. Try to leave you a different message. I want to know what sort of vibe you want to put out with your own personal biography. Obviously, David Chang's putting out angry. Barbara Cochran's putting out horny. Ella DeGeneres is putting out that she has absolutely no taste, speaking as an upholsterer who has done work for designers. They seem to never have any taste. Also, love the Australian accents. I've said as much on Instagram. Thanks. Bye. Oh Shut my god! An Aussie upholsterer. Oh my god! Like a, a Melbourne-based upholstery business. Well, now Is when we open up our, our Melbourne office, you can upholster it. Wait, I, I've, I've never been more excited to to hear anyone's voice. Um, wow. Wow. Not to put other calls under the bus, but best call yet. Sorry, best (laughs) call ever. No, I'm literally vibrating. Uh, Aussie upholsterer. (laughs) I mean, this is how we know, like, we have reached poor audience. Aussie upholsterer. (sighs) Obsessed. Wow. Um... Putting the putting the roar in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for that question, for that little quizzy. He sounds like a fun guy. Oh, I would like to go and try. I'd love to see his, cl- his portfolio. Um, I I don't even know what the question was. I'm too excited. Oh, what what would uh, be the personal vibe? vibe of our personal biographies? Right. I love the way he kind of um, summarized like, our takes on the different bios. Yeah. Angry Chang, horny Corcoran. No taste, Ellen. I mean, obviously, and I say this all the time, we like not to be so interview, but it's like Janice to me is the high water mark. And I'm like, oh, I want it to be so like drug sex and rock and roll and with, like constantly like flying to Milan and like losing your panties. Yeah. But would it actually just be more Ellen and I'm only talking about chairs? <laughs> you want to be Janice and it's like, you do get started on like, but then it's, it <laughs> gets were, a little weird and angry because you get started like, because then it would it would just be high beds for a full chapter. Yeah. Like it's not going to be Janice. No, and, and you would just have three chapters on one lamp that you didn't buy. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, I'm thinking I'm having like more of this like Sopranos cookbook or something. Well, okay, I think the vibe of mine would be, like, hungry humor. It'd be a little more Monique. Well, we haven't done this book, but Monique, Skinny Women Are Evil. More, oh, and it would just be, like, listing, like, your top five favorite, like, restaurants in the Dallas airport. Yeah, like, I would want it to be about my life, but then I would also want it to be, like, tips and, like, funny lists and stuff like that. I mean, I love funny lists for you. I think that is like a huge part of your bio and I definitely think that your font is going to go ahead and be big. <laughs> oh, it's got, No, it's going to be accessible for folks of all different type of seeing. I mean, the reality is like I, it probably is going to be more of a Lena Dunham collection of essays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, and give yourself you will have the Lena Dunham collection of essays and some essays will be super slutty. Right. But some of them will also be so Oscar Wilde and manifestos and angry anger about, manifestos about high beds yeah. or what have you. Maybe, and that's my truth. Maybe and, it'll be like um, the old Cool J bio that I had my mom buy for me when I was 11. But an edition came out that had the sex chapter removed. 
And she bought me that version. I was so annoyed. She bought you like the Christian version of the (laughs) Ella Colche memoir? Yeah. How have you never mentioned this? We've been doing a podcast about celebrity memoirs. See, you know, I was waiting for this exact moment. There is always more toothpaste in the tube. Wow. That is sending me. I also love that his editors made him like put all the sex in one chapter so that they could make a... They could make an abridged version. A Christian. A PG version. PG. PG LL Cool J. Wow. I wonder if you had read the sex part if you would be straight. <laughs> <laughs> that changed it all. Don't you think it would have been gayer? I feel like maybe it would have given me more like being like, oh, wait, I can like fuck someone, I don't know, in a dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> you would have actually been more into public sex because obviously, famously, you're actually very afraid of public sex. I'm not that afraid of public sex. When was the last time you had any sort of exhibitionist element in your sex life? I mean, probably... Mid 2010s? No, 20. Yeah, a few years ago. A f- well, okay. Well, we're getting different numbers here. I don't but... know. I, yes, I'm more like bathroom based, not like fully. Bathroom at a party. Yeah. Is as crazy as you get, but you're not being. Bathroom like... in a bar, bathroom at a party. Public park. No, beach. Beaches. Too sandy. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry. I'm not saying I'm not open to it. Right. But I'm I just think not that you dying. might be a lot more open to it if you'd read that non-Christian version of the <laughs> L. Cool J memoir. Exactly. And maybe I would be seeing you on the beach. <laughs> Getting super sunburned. Getting just super fucking sunburned away and on the beach. Fucking away. Celebrity Book Club. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find NBook, a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk. (laughs) 
Max voicemail. <laughs> Hi, just calling in because I'm in the middle of the Ellen DeGeneres episode right now, and Lily mentioned that she was thinking about getting an article Baybed. You know, just truly had to call in because I can't recommend article enough. So even if you do have to wait until December, um, uh, it will be worth it. I have a couch and like a chair and an ottoman from there. Um, so yeah, I hopefully get her Baybed. And one time I saw. Uh, Philip in the uh, McDonald's in Ridgewood. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, did you just call me Philip? <laughs> yeah, I saw Philip. Wow, that's really, it's really giving me like education administrator. Like, Philip? 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 Is Philip here? Philip Horse? <laughs> um, uh, in the McDonald's of Ridgewood. Well, I. Well, here's I, the question. That's believable. <laughs> McDonald's in Ridgewood, are we talking about the McDonald's in Knickerbocker? Because that's Bushwick. No, it's on Myrtle, babe. Oh, that Myrtle. Oh, that McDonald's. <laughs> oh, that Myrtle. Oh, that, oh, that McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that McDonald's. It's been a while, I guess. <laughs> um, Not for me. I used to get off the train and be like, should I? Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't. And then you would say yes. Um, but then oh, sometimes I wouldn't. Anyway. So we got a big article head Huge over here. article head. And I, I will say I haven't, I've never articled. I've sat on our friend Kat Cohen's article yeah. and it is supportive and comfortable. Looks nice. Yes. So I, I agree with the concept. I know it's better than Wayfair. Definitely better than Wayfair. But yeah, there was, I'm really glad you told me that because in the back of my mind, I was like, what if it's all this waiting and I order it and I get it? You're you love to wait though. I mean, I'll and say it's not that are, comfortable. You're good at delayed gratification. Um, I don't. I don't think I'm very good at delayed gratification. Mm, I'm not as patient of like a woman as you are. You want it now or now or never? Forget it. Yeah. And we just had this discussion about me not getting the article and getting a massive, massive, low Italian sectional. Which is what I truly wish for your apartment. Right, which I think is also a gorgeous idea. I would like you to get a $13,000 Jean Prouvé (laughs) sectional. I mean, talk about delayed gratification, because now I feel like it's between the December article or the 2024 13K <laughs> sectional. But you could get a 13K inspired sectional that's actually only 3K custom made by a builder. Yeah. Sectionals are mad money, though. I guess. OK, I, let's say I sell the Joybird for 800 on there's apartment joy, there's, jo- there's Joybird sectionals. You know what I mean? But when you said sectional, I wanted to even no, go I, beyond no, 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 no. Yeah, I, if I, I'm gonna, I agree. I agree. I'm thinking like absolutely massive. If I'm getting sectional, I'm not and just getting the bigger like joy bird. No, no, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Although it's better than nothing. But yeah, no, I want this massive, deep orange, like brown lacquered Marnie. Yes. No, like insanely 1960s. sexy. 68 to 74 space. And you have age. a sunken living room. It's right. crazy to not have this like space age. Massive space age So, but that also gives me time to make the 13K deadline. If I you know, don't have the 13K by the time the article is available, we can then talk about it. Okay. Next call. <laughs> Huge fan of the pod, longtime listener, longtime friend, forever fan. Sorry, I was just closing my door. Um, I yeah, I really love the work you've been doing, and I'm just so excited that you guys are reading so many books because I'll never forget when I 
went to Steven's house the night after I got in the breakup. I'm going to keep it passive there. I slept at Steven's and he had this book next to his bed that was like about AIDS. And so just based on that, I knew he wasn't reading it and it was like really dusty. It was clear that like he had had it there like accidentally for months even. And so it's like just insane that you're both reading a book every week. Just really proud of you for reading all the books and even taking notes and remembering facts and just love your pod so much. And it gives me so much joy in life. And I can't wait until you um, like review my memoir whenever it comes out. Okay. Wow. Thank you, friend of the pod, Alex. So accurate. Truly, Alex. um, For acknowledging what it is the biggest burden of this pod for us, which is actually reading books all the time. Less for you, Miss Page Hound over here, than for me, who famously hates reading. Okay, sorry. It's, yes, I know you famously hate reading, and I am a page hound, but, like, it's also still hard for me. Like, as you know, I'm word challenged. Yes, I know, and you have undiagnosed dyslexia and... It's actually more. I think the dyslexia is more in the writing version when it, the the words from the from brain <laughs> to pencil come out hard. But anyway, thank you for Alex because that's that's just huge. And do know, listeners, we don't read a book a week normally. I, no, I mean the idea that I have that I had a book about AIDS next to my bed. I mean that is so me to not be reading that, and it was just either like. A guy I slept with left it there, or I was just like trying to like make it look. I was probably just trying it's to make it. Definitely the latter. It's yeah. prop for guys to it's be a like, prop. Yeah. yes, of course I'm reading discourse on AIDS. Yeah. For them to be like, oh, that's really interesting. I'm like, yeah, I'm actually this like gay guy who's like reading. Reading. Fuck me. Piled with <laughs> dust. Fuck me hard. Um, okay, next call. Hey guys, so I was just wondering after all these years of being friends, what sort of mechanisms or rituals keep you guys going? Thanks a lot. The okay. what? Obsessed that we're like <laughs> this like Lisa Rena and Harry Hamlin. No, and it's like, what are our rituals <laughs> that like keep us going? Like, what do we try? Well, obviously we do tantric. Um, <laughs> tantric fun trip. <laughs> and it is very just like we make sure we do get a hotel room yeah. for two nights a week. For two nights a week. And we go eight hours just staring <laughs> each other's eyes without laughing once. <laughs> no, and to be to be earnest, Please. I mean it's Look, this sounds simple, but it's just, it's spending time together. So true. It's keeping in touch. It's being raw. It's being vulnerable. It's calling each other out. Mm. It's being truthful. It's the honesty. It's the accountability. And Mm -hmm. it's the truth. You know, we're not afraid. We're not afraid to say what we feel and to tell each other, you know what? You look like a clown. (laughs) (laughs) For me to say, you look like your mother's. Ooh, I'm ghost. getting chills already. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I, we were talking about those shorts earlier, and I was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said my Jacques Moo were kind of mom. Yeah, they were kind of mom, and it's saying those things. Right, and then we and then we know that. So yeah, I think ultimately it's about honesty and you raw, have raw, be insanely raw. WWE, raw yeah, raw, full raw. But also, and like I will say, like 
vacations, dinners, yeah, no, no, dinners, no, it's very, very into experience based entertainment, and like you absolutely need to go on like multiple trips every year and like bring all your friends and like as Kristen Cavallari says, turn it up. <laughs> no, it's true because like I feel like sometimes I'm like if it's been a few months since we've been to a casino, I'm like how we even seen each other. No, exactly. Yeah, like, like I don't feel like we've been us if we haven't been in a casino in three months. Yeah, because it's not just like oh same old girls dinner. Like, it has to be like, no, we drove here. We went to a casino. We tried to get in here. And listen, that's us. That's our thing. Not every friendship might I'm not be saying, casino right. based, but there is something that's special to you guys. So find what that is. Mm-hmm. Find where you thrive the most and just make sure to build that in. And, you know, life is short. So short. Right. If it's like, oh, me and my best friend, our thing used to be just like going to graveyards and we don't do it anymore and now we just get dinner go back to the graveyard you You know know? I I think that people also especially in our adult life like we get so in our routines and like we don't want to be spontaneous after therapy and and things become scheduled just like really don't be afraid to be spontaneous and don't be afraid to like push for the plan don't be afraid to be the friend who says I'm coming over I'm picking you up we're going to Brighton Beach I'm coming over like we're going to like this thrift store it's like just have fun and remember because it's like ultimately you know the best thing about friendship is that you don't have to fuck the person you That's know? literally the point of it. It's literally the point of it. So it's just and like you can be as messy and lazy, you can be and as weird and random and, and all over the place as you want because you're not going to have to just like roll your eyes at the person in bed later and be like, "Oh, I hate you." <laughs> 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 so really take advantage of that. Yeah. Ah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Next call. Hi, Stephen and Lily. I love Celebrity Book Club. I, when I was in isolation with COVID, all I listened to, and it kept me so happy. Um, I can't wait for season two. You guys are the best. My question for you guys is if you had to pick one dead celebrity from hell to co-host the podcast with you, who would you pick and why? Hope you guys are having a sexy and bloody and fun summer and i hope to see you downtown sometime bye okay hello hello downtonista yeah (laughs) okay i mean i feel like my answers are obvious but i'm just also like well joan rivers or liz smith the deceased page six writer okay wait but liz smith is also that like political like communications person who worked on Buddha Judges campaign and she also like used to be a reporter and but Liz Smith is also I think you're right she's also in my post about, yeah you're like talking it, about the ancient you're talking about this ancient okay you're not talking about this alive like Pete Buddha Judge no okay. what <laughs> okay. I'm I, like, do you know she's like the biggest no, I know. Right. she's like an iconic it's with lesbian a Z, Liz okay it's like oh, Liz she's Smith a, she's, a, she's a lesbian I think she's a lesbian and she's like she like created page six. Okay. And she's like this deceased gossipista. So she did say celebrity from hell. Well, I think but a I lot think, of people right. would put Liz. They Smith would put her in hell because like she was toxic. And ever, of course, ever like Barbara Walters was like, get out of here, Liz Smith. Right. You know, Nancy no. Reagan was like, oh, I don't want Liz Smith talking about me. No, and it's like, well, you know what, Nancy Reagan, you should be so fucking lucky. Seriously. Oh, wait, I'm dying this random communications manager. <laughs> wait, there's literally an article about Liz Smith getting confused with this comms girl. <laughs> okay, living or dead, I mean, I'm not going to bring up Nero again, but... You can bring up Nero again. 
I mean, okay. If you is want it, Nero? Is it, is it, and this is, okay, I'm not to steal Blair Waldorf's answer, but Georges Sand, <laughs> <laughs> who was like Chopin's lover, but she was just like this notorious gal about town in Paris. Oh, that's fabulous. And like, because Chopin was like kind of a faggot and like was always getting tuberculosis. And like, she was just like, such an entrepreneuring, like, girl who's going to parties and was like, a woman has an opinion. And she was like, darling, and I'm smoking a cigarette. And was just, like, being badass. Okay, this fucking badass Chopin's GF. Right. And, like, Chopin's not invited because, like, he's a little bitch. Although, his piano playing is mm. stunning. <laughs> he is one of my favorite pianists. <laughs> People forget that he actually was also a pianist. You know, he played. I, I, we are not talking <laughs> enough about Chopin as a pianist. <laughs> um, I mean, there's so many dead people. Well, there's also <laughs> sorry, just in general. There's literally so many dead people. I'm of course, I'm just being such an again ancient Palm Springs vintage store owner faggot, Kitty Kelly, who wrote all those unauthorized biographies. <laughs> I know. I mean, you're being very celebrity book club. Yeah, which is fabulous. she wrote you know the unauthorized biography of Nancy Reagan, Sinatra. Okay, I guess I do Diana. feel. Here's my thing about this person and the Liz Smith is that I'm going to be a little bit like, can you? Just shut up for a second. Oh, like, they would be blah, blah, I blah. I do feel like they would like, be like, <laughs> at my dinner party. And I'm just like, okay, you're monopolizing the conversation. And I need you to just back it up for a second. Like, and that's why I feel like someone who's like a little bit more like, I mean, even hello, Anne Boleyn. Like she was. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so she was Henry VIII's second wife who he like, okay. he like invented the like Church of England for Okay, God, the historian faggotry right now is you're like... <laughs> so he could get divorced I mean, from like... the uh, types of two different gay men we're being, I'm like, Kitty Kelly. No, we are. We had a thousand Gibsons and you're just being like, Chopin's dear, like, girlfriend. Oh, and Anne-Marie. And no, we would whisper at court. You're, you're, the, you're the, like, eight-year-old gay who's like, whose partner died of AIDS? And, like, I'm the one who died of AIDS. <laughs> like, really oh, early Oh, yeah, on. so true. And we're always fighting, and I'm like, let's watch an Elizabeth Taylor film. And you're just like, darling, I'm going to read. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go listen to Chopin. Okay, next call. Hello, my name's Allison. I have to agree with Lily that Demi Moore isn't playing Boots and disagree with Stephen that serving can't be that hard because gay people do it. So I bought the James Bond book series collection at a garage sale for something dumb and fun to read. I knew it to expect sexism and racism, but it's like way more psycho than I expected. It's fun to read, but it's also like very fucked up. So do you have any advice on reading things you're not politically aligned with, like a really heinous text even, maybe like Chastin Buttigieg? Thanks. Bye. Yeah, I was super traumatizing reading Chastin's <laughs> book. Wait, I will, wait, she agrees with me saying Demi's plane boots? I don't remember Demi's plane. I, I'm wondering if like that means plane as an airplane or plane as in like style. style. Well, I think was I saying she's so like white shirt and jeans? Maybe, but I could also see you saying that she's so plain style and like denim jacket. <laughs> it really could go either way. I mean, I don't know. 
if we're really going to give you the answer on how to read something problematic because it's like yeah, how to read a problematic text i don't know babe if you're having fun sounds like you're enjoying yeah separate the art from the from the uh, artist just yeah like, just keep on going look here's my advice yeah i mean no one's canceling you while you're reading i know it's i mean you know people these days are terrified i mean they you know they're afraid to even listen to a podcast they're they're wondering oh, who's gonna know i listened it's like consume everything it sounds know? like you want us to cancel you if you're having fun reading james bond yeah just keep on reading it no one's watching you reading james bond being like look at that problematic, that problematic. james bond reading bitch i just watched um skyfall the other night because I was like, oh, I want such a Bonto. I'm the biggest Bonto. Oh, well, yeah. well, lately, for I don't know why we got into Bond music, but for some reason, we've been I, talking about Bond music for a while. Like top ten, top five I've, Bond songs. I've started listening to only Bond theme music <laughs> so, the past so week, okay. and so every time I leave my house, I put on the Golden Eye Tina Turner song because, uh, like, dun, dun, Golden Eye. It's not quite. It's Golden Eye. I found your <laughs> weakness. And I'm just like, I'm. it's such a good stomping song. I feel so fucking sexy. I mean, Tina Turner is like literally. No, queen. She, absolute queen. Those, she as my mom says, those legs. Yeah, I mean, honey, they stomp. And I'm just like, my gams could take down an army. <laughs> I feel super sexy. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like, get into it, bitch. Yeah, get into it. And then, yeah, I mean, my other tops are like, you know I love the new Billie Eilish song. Yes. Well, and also... um, No, not Adele. Oh, garb- I love the garbage when you're like. Oh, I yeah, love the garbage, garbage one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a the world is not enough, but it is just the perfect place. Sure, I mean, Shirley Manson, talk about celebrity crushes. She's oh, hot yeah. stuff. Hot I, stuff. Hot stuff. What's she up to now? They're just like still doing garbage and. Right. Yeah. Just like being random. Where I went to a garbage concert. I'm trying to do Scottish, oh, Scottish great. Atlantic City, friend of the pod, Wait, Sam. You guys went to Atlantic Sam City to see a garbage Barb, concert? Barb, Vanessa. Vanessa is, got kicked out of the garbage concert twice. Now before I, she no, was I remember. Okay, this was yeah. the night that you guys came back to the apartment just like drunker than anyone's ever been in we history. We were staying in, again, friend of the pod, Lauren's dad's property. Rental property Why do in I feel the like AC. You came home and Vanessa was still blackout. That was, I think, a different okay. night. Yeah, because. But this was the beginning of her sobriety. Yeah, no, that concert made her sober. Wow. Because when you get, <laughs> and I remember Shirley Manson was like, "Might let her back in" or something like that to security. Wait, really? Yeah. She fully got pulled out by security. Yeah. Because she was trying to get to the front, I think, oh and was my being so God. insane. And then, but then, like. I guess Shirley Manson, so Scottish, was like, let her back in. But then, because she was being too insane, I got kicked out again. Wow. Yeah. Boots. Absolute boots. And then we went to the only gay club in AC, which is at Resorts Casino. We never, every time we've been to AC, we've never been to that club. Oh, we gotta go. And I've just, like, been to, like, a strip club. And just, no, like... that strip club we went to in AC was so sad. And it was, like, couldn't do topless. They were just, like writhing to system of a down with yeah. their tops on and it You're was like, like so underpopulated it was like uh, yeah, yeah. Was that? okay moving on next <laughs> hi steven and lily uh this is fran i love you all the best it's a joy and a delight and i hope it never stops i wanted to ask if you had to completely give the reins over to one of the celebrities 
whose book you have read to redecorate your home. So you can't do anything. They pay for everything. It's a blank check, but they are completely redoing your space, and you have to live in it. Who would you let do that? Also, yeah, I just think you guys are great. I hope the show goes on forever, and thank you so much for who you are and what you do. Okay. Wow. Is her name Fran who just asked Yeah, us? she's the name of Meg's dog. Okay, I'm in shock. This might be, I love all of our questions. This might be one of my favorite questions. Yeah, it was actually not we're going where I thought it was going. I really yeah. do love this. Um, wow. Okay, okay. blank check. One of my favorite the, movies. I'm looking through the list right now of people. I'm like, not Janice at all. Because <laughs> it would just be so white leather couch. No, I don't want her like big puffy white leather couch with like fake diamond chandeliers or whatever like glam things she's doing I mean, um not property brothers obviously not david chang don't Actually, have to put some big weird mural in my house that's like badass like i think i know are you gonna say demi Moore? nope hold on let me just double check i'm checking okay i've made my decision oh, oh is it kevin Garnett? johnny cochran Oh, okay. Totally, because it's very that it like just, yeah. it's like it's modern, it's glass, it's nineties. Like think that would work in your house. My house is so small; I don't think it can really handle Johnny's aesthetic. Right. The way I see Johnny is just because I guess there's like glass, and it, it could feel like very like fun and entertaining, and it's like comfortable but stylish. It feels very that Instagram at the eighties interiors. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I love that Instagram, and I would love that for my house, but I'm just like, I think all the furniture we want would be, like, too big. But yet, your couch is bigger than, your joy bird is bigger than my joy bird. Yeah, it's huge. Well, I mean, you need a bigger couch. I've told you this. Well, we've talked about this. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually going to say Shania Twain. Okay, so when we did the Shania Twain episode, we said it was, like, so, you know, much more Swiss, and then, like, when we saw her... TikTok, we found it was like a little more boho. Yeah. What is, I wonder what you're leaning towards. Like, do you want that well, more just little, Geneva it's a little, vibe? It's a, it's a little bit of both, though, because I okay. am kind of more boho. As you know, I have a lot of urban outfitters. <laughs> yeah. like, a lot of no, I mean, in this house. You began the boat when Mary Kay and Ashley came on the scene. You, the necklaces, the beads, you're boho. I was completely insane. And I think that I would benefit from a little bit of her wealth. <laughs> I would I would love her to be like, I'm getting you this $20,000 chair or whatever. Yeah. But I think that she has a mix of naturals, of like natural materials and then like modern stuff that I think would, that I respond to. I totally agree. And I think the reason why also we chose like, both of us chose like the Johnny and the Shania because I think a lot of our celebrities, as we say, like that we've done like the Sharon, the Demi and like they're like Buddha or we have Jennifer Lewis or Janice who are just going to be white leather couch. Yeah. They have this a little bit more like blanket. Yeah. Celebrity style of these different ways. And it's like, I do think, right, it's like Shania is getting a funky want, blanket, but she's also thoughtful. doing, like, she's getting a glam Aja piece and yeah. it's like. Both her and Johnny, I think, have more of a vision. Then they're not just general Buddha or like general like glam Kardashian white leather. Right. It's a really good question. Really good question. Obviously, I don't want the property brothers in here putting wood like gray floors. No, in my that, house. those gray floors. Oh, disgusting. Um, second runner up, the Garnett, just to experience an athlete's mansion. To be in such big furniture. I'm interpreting and game the question rooms. as they have to redo your current apartment. So like Right. That's just, like not even a question. Like Kevin Garnett no. wouldn't fit in this apartment. <laughs> no, he would not fit in either. 
either of our apartments. No. But just to, I'm just saying the feeling of, of living yeah. inside an athlete's mansion and how big everything would be. Like everything would be so comfortable. No, it would be so honey. I the, the, kids. the fridges would be so stocked with different Gatorades and vitamin waters and <laughs> essentias and kombuchas. And the couch would have like eight cup holders and yeah. chargers and like. So many armrests. Yeah. So. Okay. Next question. I think this is our last one. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. Oh, it's been such I a love journey. This. this has been such a journey coming. Thank you for so much for calling. Hey, Stephen and Lily. Love the pod. So. The recent episode with Danny Meyer got me thinking that Legato Romagnolo's, his dog, are clearly lace curtain Italian dogs. And it made me wonder, Lily, your father, lace curtain Italian? Shanty Italian? Are either of those even a thing? And can you explain maybe a little bit more about meatballs on Thanksgiving? Okay. Bye, besties. Thanks. Thanks, bestie. Um, that's an amazing question. I mean, here's the thing about my father, and thank you for bringing this up. He's absolutely came from shanty Italian, which made his personality want to be, I'll call it, Japanese screen Italian. (laughs) (laughs) He was so ashamed of his immigrant status. You know, his mother worked in a factory. His father worked in a factory. His mother was her head thrown against the walls. In the factory. Got mercury poisoning from the hats, you know. It was Um, the Milliner factory, right? Milliner factory. They they used to put a lot of mercury in hats. A lot of mercury. Now he says his father could hardly read. He was so ashamed by that, you know. And uh, so he worked hat. Wicked hat. Mm. Graduated college, high school at 16. He was shanty. He would have been two boat. He would have been two boat. Where they have to stop in Newfoundland to work for, you know, six months and then get back on the boat. And it made him become... It gave him that immigrant drive, grew up I mean, in the Bronx. In a similar way to the way that my mom cosplays as Wasp, or because she grew up poor Catholic, it's like you have this fantasy that you are trying to create. Right, and it becomes your personality. Right. Like, as your mother, right, is like, I want to learn French... I want to collect, you know, wines because right. I grew up, you know, poor in L.A. eating Spam. Right. I want a tile up in my kitchen that says Beaujolais. Right. And um, when I saw, just as a sidebar, I went to this estate sale this past weekend. Oh, my God, that photo. <laughs> and they had the exact same kitchen that you had growing up where above the stove is covered in tiles that say French words (laughs) that are Chablis, I don't know. How do you say asparagus in French? No, it was funny because like some of them, it wasn't all just wine. So like there would be yeah, like, it was more like Le uh, vin, baguette, artichaut. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, okay, random. <laughs> but then you know, it's like clearly he kept some of those traditions, like the meatballs at Thanksgiving, because my mom says that yeah, when she would go to, when she went to his Thanksgiving, it was it was meatballs, it was you know antipasta, lasagna, then the turkey. So it, you were just pre-gaming, like, American Thanksgiving with, like, a little Italian feast? Ton, I think tons of Italian food. And then they're like, well, we got to do the turkey, so let's do it. Right, because it's My like, mom well, was we like, have to do this. It's why we're here. Yeah, why we're here. Like, we want the American dream. And then always on, you know, Thanksgiving, mostly with my father, we did stuffed shells. So it evolved post-divorce. It was just like the turkey got dropped. 
Yeah, both my parents kind of dropped the turkey. It's almost like when they were married, it's like, oh, we have to do this turkey thing. So, and it's like, well, clearly, you guys, wow. neither of you really love the turkey because the turkey my, is a heterosexual prison. Prison that we're all in. <laughs> Release yourself from the turkey, Truly, and maybe your marriage you, will survive. I wonder if they had just if they had both been like, yeah, neither of us love turkey. Let's make maybe they would still be together. Yeah. Wow. Good cue. Ruminate on that. Yeah. Think about that. Your Thanksgiving traditions. Okay. Maybe your parents are doing stuff that that, that fucking. To celebrate the colonizers. That fucking kills them on the inside. And they're just doing it because they they have to. Slogging through this turkey. And it's eating them up inside. Make some meatballs. Make a Moroccan tagine. Yeah. Maybe make like some um, braided shrimp with Thai basil, chili, lime, and a and a carrot souffle, <laughs> and a um, semolina, <laughs> a semolina apple pie, super ducky, <laughs> super eggy, stuffed baguette. I just drink penat because that's what I like to drink right now. And I'm sorry, I don't follow the rules, and it goes with everything. Oops. So, yeah. Have yeah. A- <laughs> Celebrate Thanksgiving your way is kind of the lesson to this question. But thank you so much for that call. And thank you for all these calls. Yeah. Thank you for all these calls and the detail and listening. And uh, it, it, it warms my hat. Truly warms my yep. little black hat. Steel hat. My tiny ice cold hat. Um, next week's book is a little bit of a curveball. Yeah, we're doing poetry. That's right. We are intellectual. Not only do we read books, but we read poetry. By celebrities, in this case, Jewel. Jewel. You know her from Alaska. You know her from Little the 90s. Fair, the 90s. She's a songwriter, guitar stuff. Um, she's a lyricist. She's a songwriter. She's a woman. She's a feminist. And she's she a is mom. a poet. Yes. She's a traveler. She's an icon. She's a sexual woman. And her book is called A Night Without Armor, which is very poem. This one you really can read along with it, though it's a really rare book. Oh, it's hard to find. Hard to find. I found it at a thrift store in Ridgewood. It's out of print. Or used bookstore. So yeah, if you're in Ridgewood, you got Tapas? I got it at Tapas, and I screamed when I saw it. I was at a poetry reading. Wow. That's so spirit. Yeah. And I saw it and I screamed and I was like, I'm buying this. And the woman was like, whoa, simmer. But also I'm excited. Like, you're excited. I love that you love books, but I need you to keep it down. We're in a really quiet space right now. Wait, and that was before we even had this spot. Oh, I want to say two years before. Wow. Yeah. Spirit. Absolutely wild. Here we are. Here we are reading Jules' book of poetry. So tune in. You guys are the reason we get up in the fucking Seriously. Club kids, you you keep us going. Keep us. You keep me rocking in this free world. You keep me young. Oh, our skin has never looked better since this podcast. I have broken up. It's as dewy as an Irish morning. (laughs) Not dry as the the wheat fields of Tuscany. Shiny like a pot of gold. The end of a little lesbian leprechaun's (laughs) rainbow. (laughs) Alrighty then. Uh, Love you guys. Love you guys so much. Keep uh, we gotta go before we get too earnest. Yeah, keep interacting. Absolutely, the, inter- the, the interaction is fun. We will also be interacting. Never stop engaging. Never stop. But Have fun, best. best. Slavery Book Club is presented by Prologue Projects and HeadGum. The show is produced by Meg Minane with editorial support from Leon Nathak, Andrew Parsons, and 
Medlin Kaplan. Our production manager is Pasea Valen. She's a she's a squirrely one. Uh, you gotta you gotta keep a lid on her. Engineering by Ferris Monchi. Original theme song by Stephen Phillips Horst. Artwork by Teddy Blanks at Chips Melbourne. Follow us on Twitter at CBC the Pod. Subscribe on your favourite podcast app, whether that be Stitcher or uh, Hat Radio or Spotify, Apple. I know that's a big one for all you Americans out there. You love your apples. Leave us a review and don't forget to tell your friends and all your pals and your mates about us. Best regards. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.